Hey guys, it's we're back again. It's the bad dinner guest. I'm Kev. I'm Lou, and we are joined today by our good friend Nate. Nate, say hi to the people. Hi everybody. All right, so Nate is here to talk with us about a. I think it's a really fun topic. I don't know if fun's the right word, but eh. Depends on your definition of fun. I think it's fun. I like getting scared. I think it. I think it's really fun to get the shit scared out of you. It's a thrill. Is that why you do it, Nate? Is it a thrill? Uh, no, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. It's just necessarily. fascinating, and you know, to possibly see that there may be, you know, another side and investigate that. Okay. 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 And for those who haven't picked up on it yet. Based on our picture and what we're talking about here is some some paranormal activity, if you will. Nate here goes to different haunted sites and checks them out and investigate them, investigates them. And our buddy Lou has done that at one point in time. Uh, yeah, told. about ten years ago, I went to uh, Green Lawn Cemetery here in Columbus, Ohio. That was fun. Nate, you been there? No, I haven't, but, you know, been been to Waverly and been to Ohio State Reformatory, so. How was the reformatory? Because I, I want to, that might, that's how I'm going to break myself into this game, I think. It's going to be the okay. first place I, I want to go. You know, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, you know, it was, I mean, there was a lot of people there. I mean, it's, it's not only, you know, it was not only a prison, you know, a, the prison with the largest freestanding uh, cell block, but um, it was the set of uh, Shawshank Redemption as well. Um, so it's it's got a lot of you know clout behind it. So you know a lot of people do come there. Um, not too much, I will say, happened. But honestly, when you go and do these investigations and you know you put yourself in these places, you can't really expect anything to happen. You if you go in with the mindset that, you know, all this stuff is going to happen, like, you know, what happens on paranormal TV shows, whether it's, you know, ghost hunters, ghost ventures, whatever you're into there, um, you're not going to have a good time, and honestly, probably not anything's going to happen. So, you know, compared to my experiences with Waverly, not too much has happened, but, you know, a few things were, you know, a little head-scratcher, to say the least. That's cool. And you mentioned, because that's that's one of the reasons I want it to be my first, is uh, I don't know if you guys know this, it only costs about 100 bucks an hour to film there. Really? Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, you know him, uh, Jack Shivani, he okay. shot a music video there for somebody, and it only costs 100 bucks an hour to shoot there. And so I always thought, well, yeah, I'm going to do my first ghost investigation and also be on the clock, you know, yeah. scouting it as a possible location. Because we've had a couple of different ideas that could fit into that in a prison or definitely whatever. So yeah, I think it's it's really cool. But I also could see how that could cheapen the uh, experience, the investigation side of it, where there's going to be so many tourists there and people like me who are there just because they think it's cool. They're there to check it out, and you know it could sort of muddle the area, uh, Fair enough. make it make it harder to to find some things. You so. Go ahead, Nate. Sorry, you just you just got to be patient is the big key, and um, 
if you go with a group, I would suggest splitting your group up. Um, you know, you can't help when there's other people around, and sometimes that's how it happens, but, um, you know, if you've got a group of, you know, more than three or four, um, definitely, definitely split up. We always did. Because we would, I think the most we ever did was six people, and then we split up into twos. Yeah, because, you know, I'll get into it, you know, further down the line, but uh, this last time we went to Waverly, I mean, there was probably 20-ish people, but it's a big enough place, and it was just my buddy and I, so, you know, it's a lot more conducive to things possibly happening. Definitely. So, this is definitely not your first time going to Waverly. How many times have you been? Uh, this will be my third. This will be your third time. So, what is the coolest thing that's happened to you so far? <sighs> hmm. Well, I would say, you know, not... Okay, the best way I can explain this is I was in the cafeteria, um, sitting in a chair. My buddy was standing, but he was off to the side. Um, we were just asking questions, and all of a sudden in front of me, um, and to preface this, there is a linoleum tarp, or like a clear opaque tarp, where you could kind of see through, but not really. And I was looking right at it, and it, I saw a shadow walk all the way across it and disappear into a pillar. Now, nobody was moving behind me, and nobody was in front of me, and I thought, you know, maybe somebody out in the hallway was moving. There's no window or anything out into the hallway, so, you know, for that to happen right in front of my face, you know, it was a little, uh, it was pretty exciting, to say the least. Definitely. Yeah, that, see, that's the, the kind of stuff that scares me about going out and looking for this kind of stuff, is that you might actually find it, and it would, it would spook me out. I, it, I don't know... Lou, have you had any personal experience that has creeped you out, like outside? Yeah. Whether it be in a haunt, in a, a hunt, a haunting hunt. I've, I've caught in voices before. Caught in voices. That's yeah. The I don't. Let's creep. I uh, we don't. Ha I don't have them, unfortunately, anymore. I used to. Uh, I used to be with a group. Uh, OPS, Ohio Paranormal Society. You used to roll with a crew. Yeah. And, uh, it was yeah. <laughs> Um, there was one experience I had I was, while I was working, I think I had a run-in with a shadow man. A shadow man? Yeah. Is that kind of like, what? This happened at an apartment complex off of, uh, Livingston Road, far east side Columbus, Ohio. Not Livingston. Maine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Far East Maine, and uh, I saw a shadow that couldn't have possibly been there. You know what I mean? That's just it was at night, but the, the the street lights were on, and I saw I looked over there. I saw a shadow, and it was like the silhouette of a man. But I didn't really think of it at much like that much as I was like surveying the area, and I looked back over, and it wasn't there anymore. Wow. 
That's uh, that's definitely you know, you take your breath away a little bit. Yeah. See, so I I mentioned it to you guys briefly before we went live here, but Ethan, I may have told you this story before. Um, those of you listening don't know, Lou, you might not even know, Nathan and I have known each other since we were children. Right. We, we go, Nathan and I go way back. And so, as Nathan knows, I used to spend my summers in Plymouth, Indiana as a kid at times, and I was, this was actually in high school, I went back to Plymouth, Indiana to stay, my cousin had just moved in with her boyfriend, and uh, we were just, a buddy of mine were going there, basically just to have a, an unsupervised weekend. Right. You know, speak openly. House party. Yeah, basically to <laughs> go somewhere and to be able, you know, not have any supervisions. So when we first walk up to the, this apartment was on um, Michigan, was it Michigan Avenue, Nathan? Yes. Okay, and so they, they rented the apartment. Apartment above. They lived above a store. It was a. It was basically a thrift store for all intents and purposes, and so they lived in this second-story apartment where the the apartment next door was vacant to the point where, and this was a small of Columbus where everything was boarded up. I mean, it was vacant, right. but the front door was open. Right. I walked into my curiosity. There was nobody there. Yeah, there's no vacant. nobody there. Yeah, that kind of vacant. You, the yeah. door's open. Like, nobody's I know for in a there. fact nobody's in there. There's, yeah, there's yeah. leaves and stuff on the ground from a window being open probably for the last two years. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I walk in there, um, my cousin, who has my entire life been a big believer in ghosts, um, told me some of my first ghost stories, a lot of which I didn't believe. I was a very big skeptic, especially at this point in my life. I was probably 16 or 17 when this happened. And so I was immediately warned, you know, don't go into this apartment next door. Uh, it There was a fire in it back in the 40s or whatever, and the, a family had died or something. I got I got the full okay. backstory that, again, was one ear out the other. Right. Because I didn't believe it. I didn't buy into it. So that's why the details of that backstory are even vague to me, because I wasn't really... Listening, I wasn't that invested right. into it at the time. I didn't, I didn't believe in any of that stuff. So, so anyway, Curia, uh, of course, naturally, with me, the second you tell me don't go in right. there, that's that's I do all. It twice. Yeah, I, I went in there, checked it out. There was some, you could tell some stuff had been burned. Uh, and, you know, some things had never been repaired. Right. But there was still just kind of random stuff strewn about the place, and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. No visions, no sightings, no weird noises. Again, I wasn't too tough. I went in there during the broad daylight. So, right. Uh, well, it's not like you would have known to take a camera with you. or. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to go check out this place. And so I was staying there for the weekend. So later that that night, we were out on the back. Uh, you know, they didn't. I wouldn't call it a patio, but because there was an alley out back, you know, it was a, it was a block full of businesses. So Maybe a back Maybe a back yeah, a little back stoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is a grill and some patio chairs out there. So we're out there grilling. Okay. And and then my cousin starts telling me the, the ghost story again about times that she's experienced ghosts in the apartment. Okay. And so, my of course, I got a buddy with me, so we're both kind of showing off for each other. You know how you how it is when you're a male and you're in your teenage years. Right. You're constantly doing, you're constantly... Trying to outdo the other males. You're peacocking and trying to be... 
a tough Super guy and whatnot. Cool. So we both take turns calling up to the window talking shit because my cousin claimed that she saw the ghost, the father of the family, up in the window, up in the neighbor's back window. When I refer mm-hmm. to the neighbors, I'm referring to the abandoned, the yeah, ghost, the basically, the yeah. vacant room. The, the ghost house. Yeah, she said she saw the ghost up in the window, and so, of course, you know, we start yelling up, you talk shit right. to her, like, you know, come down here, you know, you want to... You live in impaired yeah, motherfucker. you want to you wanna haunt, why don't you come down here, do that kind of stuff, and... So... Terrible. Yeah. That was great, you know, we... We hang out a little bit longer. I'm sleeping on the couch in the living room that night, right? And I hear this loud, loud bang in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no idea what it is. It just it kind of creeps me out. I grab. I, I think to myself, oh, my cousin, she probably has a cat or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it knocks something down, whatever. Right. Curl back up, roll over in the couch, go back to sleep. I wake up, and uh, I guess I should take a step back. My... My cousin had kept her change in a coffee can above the refrigerator okay. where she kept it, and it was basically full. And I woke up the next morning to that coffee can under, right at the edge of the couch, right beneath my head. It was just what? laying right next to my head was this three-quarters full coffee can with the lid off. And, you know, so naturally the first thing I, I do is I, you know, I talk to my friend, I accuse him of playing a, a ghost prank on me. Right. And I, I go through with my cousin and all that. It's my my first encounter. My first instinct is just, okay, who tried to prank me? Ha ha, very funny. Right. And everybody swore up and down that they didn't do it. So this coffee can had been in, in, two, uh, in a different room. You know, right. it, was, it was a studio type. There was a bedroom, but. The living room and the kitchen shared the same wood wooden floor. So, right. But it still traveled a long distance, and I found right. out that there was no cat. So that was the right. creepiest ghost, if it was a ghost experience I had, was it? I found out that the sound I heard in the middle of the night was the coffee can falling from the top of the fridge to the ground, yet it was play, it, well, I woke up to it next to my head, and the, there, there were, all the change was in it Right. and stuff. So I don't know what happened there. But it creeped me the hell out. That and, is a little creepy. And toned down my uh, my cynical attitude towards the whole ghost right. idea. So you guys had any of that ever? You ever ever heard anything move or watched anything? Um, Lou, you can go first. I, not really. Um, not to that level of physical objects moving like that. That's I wouldn't say that's a rare phenomenon, but that's highly unlikely. Um I had an outer body experience once. Ooh, we, oh, that's something else we we can get into. No, uh, it's it, a, it was a different type. I was ghost hunting. And I closed my eyes and I saw through the eyes of something else that started to run up on us. Oh, okay. See, when when you went to out-of-body experience, I first thought... Because there's of, different types uh, of out-of-body experiences. It, was, it would be technically like remote viewing. Okay. See, when you said out-of-body experience, it brought to my mind a sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. which is something I have... That's happened to me too. Woken up in the middle of the night to about of sleep paralysis. Yeah. And it, when I didn't realize, when I didn't know what it was. It's a mind fuck. Yeah, you, you 
you instantly you, your first thought kind of is ghosts or something freak out yeah. because you can't move your own body to your bed and yeah. you're working and you start to you know the shadows start to dance on the wall a little bit you know right. there's there's some hallucinatory elements to it as well and that was something that creeped me out but to ha but to say that you were standing on your own two feet and had an out of body yeah. experience like that is completely yeah, that's to me. That's much scarier than a coffee can roll into your bed. Um, <laughs> what about you, Nate? What? what you ever get anything thrown at you? You're. We watched this video earlier of the same cabinet door opening every night at twelve thirty-four a.m. That's that's awfully specific time there. Uh, um, that's that's awfully specific. Exactly. We we. View this as a as a hoax, you know. Actually, I'll probably uh, I'll probably go ahead and pull up the video. That's cool. And, since we can uh, screenshot and let, and let you see it, so bear with me for one second here. I'm going to switch over now. You two, you two keep discussing. Now you maybe get into the technical aspect of it because I am a layman when it comes right. to this stuff. Right. I don't know what you bring along with you because. You know, Nate, you're going to come back and join us hopefully next Sunday with a new batch of stories from Waverly. But, you know, maybe explain to me how you're going to go about, right. in, you know, like you guys have both been in investigations, like maybe walk me through one. Right. And, you know, so I'll know what you're talking about when you come back next week. What type of equipment do you take with you, Nate? Um, so uh, I've, I've so been, you know, I don't have a lot of equipment per se, but... Um, now, what I'm taking to uh, this investigation is um, I've got I've got a uh, night vision camera. I mean, it's a cheap one, but you know it. You know, obviously, it works during night vision. Um, it doesn't last very long, which is a downside. Um, but that is especially where uh, instances where you're going, and sometimes there's a phenomenon. When when uh, things happen, they can drain your batteries. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you can go in with a fully charged battery, a pack of fully charged batteries, and yeah. they're just all depleted. Um, I've also got an extra and night vision sure. light for that camera because um, I've recently found that it wasn't very good to in like long hallways. So this extra light. It'll shine more light down, so I can see. Um, you can't obviously with it being infrared light. You can't see it with your own eyes. It just comes through the camera. Um, okay. I've also got a uh, EMF detector. Um, Ghoster said to give off electromagnetic energy, which is why um, things get drained on occasion. Right. Um, That's electromagnetic field for our listeners there. Yeah. Um, I've also got. Yeah, um, uh, I've got a couple digital recorders. You don't need to be super fancy with those. If you ever go out, you can actually just use your phone recorder. Um, if you're, you know, mm -hmm. kind of on the cheap, um, it does a decent job. You know. Uh, Definitely. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's all right. It's a little bit of a lag. For a moment, I uh, 
I picked up most of my equipment. Exploring this recreation, you know, this hunt, this pursuit. Oh yeah, of the paranormal. I, I don't doubt. So okay, so besides like the the equipment that so I so uh, do, I should also chime in real quick. I have um uh, well I will be picking up a uh, spirit box SB7, which just to explain this, it's a I'm, well these viewers can't see it, but take your thumb and your index finger on both and act like you're taking a picture to make mm -hmm. a rectangle. It's about that big. Um, it cycles through FM radio frequencies. It can also do AM, but most of the time people just do FM. Um, and, you know, sometimes you might have a radio signal come in clear, but basically it's a way for spirits to use those frequencies to communicate through, um, through the spirit box, because it's got you know, technology in there that allows for spirits to manipulate and speak through it. Clyde Lewis has done used one of those on live air before. I did, that that was what I was thinking just as he yeah. was talking about that. Yeah, I've, I've heard that episode. I'm, I'm familiar with that. Those are uh, fairly recently too. I think. Yep, they those do have, have a really started. A um, but you know they're they're within the past five years for sure. Um, now the the last thing that I have, I don't have either of you heard of dowsing rods by chance? That's an old school method. <laughs> so it's one of the original ways to uh, find the EM fields. So yeah, so I've got a pair of those now. Um, last time okay. I was at Waverly, I'll go more into it later, but I had a lot of positive experiences with um, a, uh, a guide there was using them, um, so I figured right. you know, this time around, attempt it myself. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, especially if you hold them the way you're supposed to hold them, they do move on their own. Mm-hmm. They really do. So, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, we, we have, I don't even think it was a night vision camera, and then we even used, uh, disposable cameras. Yep, those work too. To take pictures, yep. we caught a lot of orbs. I've never, I've well, I've never really caught any orbs personally. Okay. What is an orb? An orb is something to that we believe that is energy. Um, sometimes people will try to refute it as dust particles. And yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. Orbs in video are a little bit easier to prove as opposed to uh, still pictures because in a video you can show that it, it moves a certain way, go, you know, does a certain thing, you know. 
That's right there. Right. Well, we have this video almost ready for you here, Nathan. We're and see uh, what you think okay. about it. And in the pictures, it's you don't have that continuous motion, whereas a video shows a path of flight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. That's another another way is if uh, cold spots and hot spots. Uh, cold spots are typically considered to be your run-of-the-mill friendly activity. Yeah. Whereas hot spots are considered maleficent. Got it. Okay. Okay. And uh, we're gonna go to the video. Yeah, Nathan, are you ready for this? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. You got the, is that full screen on your end, my brother? Yeah, yeah. I will. I, I want to tell you guys real quick. Um, my internet's being a little wacky, so after this clip, I'm gonna run real quick, get my hotspot, and change over my internet. Okay. Okay. All right. We will try to carry on without you. Um, if if at any point you're if at any point you uh, uh, get bumped off here while we're still watching the video, so just go ahead and shoot me a text message so I know you're missing. Okay. This. On this for just a. <laughs> you still there, Nate? It's going in and out. Just give me a quick second. Um. So. So what you went over? You went. Is there anything besides like the required uh, technology? Did you try anything? Like, did you bring a Ouija board with you? Or we didn't bring a Ouija stuff? board. Okay. I've I've done the Ouija board thing, and that was interesting. Um, as far as going out and hunting, I took like I said, disposable camera, uh, video camera. EMF reader, and a couple DVRs. And that's touching back on what Nathan said earlier. You know, if you have a group of, let's say, six people or so, you'd want to break down a little bit smaller pairs because of the fact if I'm trying to hit a, a, a voice recording, you know, that picks up a, a, a wide range of noise and voices and you don't want to you don't want to pollute your own samples so when you break off into pairs you you run rest, less of a risk of recording yourselves essentially because oftentimes when you have a DVR you you'll ask your question 
and then you'll give it the okay, silence so you, of death on so the you do, you do, you do, yeah. you ask, you do ask questions <clears throat> then. Yeah, you're not just going out there and just kind of laying down and holding out a tape recorder. Right. You're you're asking it. Okay. So. So you've got the. Uh, now, so what did you have? Did you have what night vision on your camcorder then to try to? No, I don't. Or? I don't believe so. I never actually operated the camera. It wasn't my equipment, okay. so I didn't use the camera. Got it. Got you it. Feel me? I, I know that game. Yeah. You know. That's, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> I usually ran a recorder, and I would buy a couple of disposable cameras, because you can get those on the cheap almost anywhere anymore. Right. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a good time. I, mean, I caught some good pictures, too. Again, I mean, that's not mine, unfortunately. We should... We should do this sometime. Yeah, I, I've been thinking the same. What's the help my memory here? What is the um, name of the reformatory? Mansfield. Mansfield Reformatory. That's all yeah. it's called. Right. The old Man Mansfield Reformatory. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. That's one of the biggest reasons why I think this video is a fake. One that we're gonna. Yeah, I I think it is too, and I really want. I'm I can't wait for Nathan to be ready because. Uh, right. It's. Let us know when you're SpongeBob, Nathan. I should be okay. You think you're good now? Yeah. Okay, so do you want? I'm gonna go ahead and rewind it just a tad back to. I'd get that SpongeBob joke in there. Yeah, I know you like that. Well, you know, I would have given you some some props for it, but I don't like that show. I don't think kids should be watching that show. No. <laughs> he makes a joke about uh, dropping the soap to Gary. Mm, I remember that because the doubloons. Yeah, I don't think you should be making this kind of jokes on Nickelodeon show. <laughs> My little brother at at eight shouldn't be telling other kids not to drop the soap. All right. Right. You didn't know what that means. No, you shouldn't. I digress. So, Nathan, we are going to be screenshotting you here if you are ready for us. Because, yeah, we both kind of... Actually, honestly, most of the videos we watched today, I kind of got the, the hoax vibe. Oh, yeah. So, let me see what you think about this. This especially... Yeah, that's always a good disclaimer. Yeah. There you go. Mr. Sniper. Closing out the little ad spaces. Call me Wesley. Yeah. That's something moving right there. Yeah. It did look like it, didn't right? it? Right. Like there was a fluctuation in the light field. Must be a ghost that's pretty hungry. Right? Right. Oh, yeah. It gets, well, you it just gets, wait. It gets better. You just wait. It really gets better. Some great editing that can be done. Oh, no doubt. All you have to do is literally take out the frame. 
of the hand on the door. Did you see that? See the little... Yeah. Look like someone's moving inside. Could be the reflection. There it is. Hmm. And the 1234 thing is always a weird... They also not that they right. have not that they have the stamp on their video to prove the time. That, and I always I always heard three thirty three was the real like spook o'clock. Well, I mean, I suppose it could be different for different ghosts, but uh, like, like it doesn't deter me from thinking it's real by it happening all at the same right. time. But also, that there's too. no proof that it happened the same time. But I heard. 333 because of it being the blasphemy on the Trinity. There's it, there's it again. And that just looks like a dude holding a flashlight and... Mm -hmm. it, I mean, that's very possible right there. Yeah, because that doesn't look like an orb in the true sense of the idea of an orb. Yeah, I still can't <laughs> figure out how they're getting the door open. An orb would typically come in and out of strain... Yeah, but here like they don't just disappear. They don't here, just stop being. These two, we get it from a different angle. Which again, yeah. This this also, we watched this the first time, and I I instantly was just like, oh well, now he's standing up. Now this isn't yeah. even a static kitchen camera. You can tell clearly he's holding this one. See the way I'm looking at it right now. I swear to God, it looks like there's. Somebody's in there, and there's... Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. yeah. It looked like there was a reflection of the uh, flashlight and man. You saw that. Yeah, but I will say, I'm wondering... The thing is, I'm wondering... It looks... Because he's standing pretty much directly in front of the door, and I don't know how much, like, ambient light or anything, other than, the you know, the light on the left side there, if it's... If it's uh, his some sort of his reflection, though, I mean, because it's not right. Very, it's, it's, from this camera, and that looks like a flashlight. This my computer is locking up on me a little bit, and it gets it gets more interesting once he goes into handheld. You know, yeah. I'm trying to the movie. Uh poop. Wish this part would come off. Technology is just not our friend right now. Uh, when we're at the edge of my Wi-Fi. Yeah, my Wi-Fi has not been super great this whole summer, and I don't know why. So if you look... This is, yeah. Like, right about where my... If the screen is popping up, whoops. That's where you can kind of see that light where it yeah. looks like there's a... A person About three quarters of the way up up the door in the middle. Yeah, but yeah, I mean you can't really tell because the uh, yeah, I mean it looked like there was legs. It was like somebody standing straight, normal, and you know their their legs were spaced a little bit, but but yeah, and then they they oh, it gets even better, dude. Because they walk up to the pantry and there's you know there's no room for anybody to get in there. But yeah, I. I'm still leaning. I, this is some good trickery here. And there you go. Look at that, dude. Right? How creepy was that? Wait, go back again. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Come on. 
right there. Nope. Yeah, okay. That, that's good enough. To see almost immediately. Yeah, wait. Look, look, look in the glass. In, in the I don't door. think it's glass. Whatever that is, just look into it. Boom, you see that? Did you see it? What in the fuck? Right? Oh, I guess better. He they claims to invite somebody over. Yeah, I'll turn the volume on for this last part. It might get a little bit echoey for those listening as it goes through our microphone, but I think it's worth... You get to hear... I mean, I still think it. this guy, if it is an act, this guy could easily just be in on it. But Yeah. Well, we don't know who this people knows. You know, we don't know who this guy's friends are. Right. And what is weird is you can hear him say, like, go, 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 go. Yeah. On this get out of here. Let's get out of here. Well, no, I'm talking about before. I don't remember because they run out of the place. Yeah, I'm talking about before the ghost. Just, just mm. watch it. Hi, I'm John. It's day 10, 12.03 a.m. Still nothing happening. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. See, it, there's leg. It looks like there's legs right there at the bottom, though. Like somebody's wearing long shorts that go way past the knees, and you can tell there's legs. Yeah, I can see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I see it right down there. Yeah. And see there are the hands. Boom. See them? Yeah. See them over the top? You see some hands up there. What happened on your end, or was it on my end? I think I we lost connection on ours. 
Yeah. We seem to be back at it again. I um, That's going to turn out when it, it's time to upload this video, but I'll take it. I'm, we're back, and we'll be better than ever. So, Nathan, did you get to see the whole video then? Okay, so the last part that uh, that happened, you know, obviously they're in the door. The camera's pointing at the bottom, and the dude, his hand was in. Um, if you got a link, this obviously it's not going through here real well. Um, I can look it up real quick. Yeah, I mean, garage door open again, or the not the garage? <laughs> Did you see the pantry door open again? Entity or whatever, whether it's you know fake or or whatever, it was in there, and then it like turned into a white mist, and the door opened, and they were searching in there after he said yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the end of it. Oh okay, yeah, then I saw it all. Okay, yeah. So what do you think? You think it was uh, just a well done hoax there, or there's some legitimacy to that? I mean, that's a. I have a feeling it might be a hoax. Just because yeah. you don't necessarily, especially when you're looking for evidence, you're not necessarily going to get something that defined and clear. I mean. Exactly. It, there, there's always that possibility, but it. I mean, that I don't know. That's pretty rare. I don't have a, a good feeling that it was, you know, anything more than some hoax or something. Well, that's what I—that's what we were thinking too, because we, because in in my right. attempt to try to do some more research for this, I kind of went that route of yeah, I'm going to watch some videos, do some internet research, this, that, and the other, and right. it just nothing really led to. Um, anything that looked legitimate, honestly. Yeah. It, it all just seemed kind of like there were a lot of hoaxes, uh, which is the sad part when you're... We, Lou and I deal with that a lot in our conspiracy research and when we're looking for topics to, to discuss on here, and it was something that we ran in, at least I ran into here, was trying to find some good, honest opinions or evidence of ghosts, I kept running into more and more hoaxes, which just makes the whole thing look less legitimate, which is unfortunate, because there are a ton of people in this world that I think this is the most ridiculous conversation that they've ever heard, and, you know, refuse to believe that ghosts are real or there's anything like that, and I think some of that has to do with some of these obvious fakes that get put out there. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. You know what mind boggles me is I know, you know, a couple of people growing up, um, they're big, like, believers of demons, and, I mean, that comes big time from their religious background. But for you to, to believe something like that and then not believe, you know, that there's other entities like that, I mean, it's, it's like, well, why are you cherry-picking? Because personally for me, you know, I, I lump those two together. Not that they're the same, but... You know, you have to have some sort of energy there for it to manifest in whatever way it manifests. So I don't know how you can just cherry pick things out of a basket like that. Yeah, exactly. And then where some of this research did take us, well, at least where some of it where it took me was the idea that 
ghosts could be demons or Lou, we we discussed yeah. the the jinn for a while. Um, that there's no reason to say that these things couldn't be one and the same. There was also the what the idea brought out that it could be a sort of a stamp in time, mm-hmm. where it's so when you're seeing a ghost or hearing a ghost, you're actually just sort of seeing a fragment from that time that imprinted. Yeah, that was that was imprinted in that area. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it would be weird for me to listen to say a Christian say that they don't believe in ghosts because. Yeah, I'm like you, where I don't necessarily lump demons and ghosts as the same thing, but it's kind of, you know, why couldn't it? If if, de- if if you're saying God exists, then demons exist. And so isn't it possible that what we see are as ghosts um, could potentially just be that, you know? Right. Uh, Us being played. Yeah. So, yeah, so that... I'm excited. I wish I was going with you to Waverly this weekend. Honestly, yeah. now I, I can't wait to hear something cool. I'm, I'm I like I know you already told me no expectations, so I have right. no expectations for you. But I'm sure you'll get to at the very least get to take some pictures of some stuff that looks cool over there. I'm sure uh, you can tell me. Is it does the place just have an overall creepy vibe? I w- I've been looking at I've been looking at pictures, but that doesn't yeah. that doesn't necessarily do, do it justice. any justice. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can pull something up on here. Now it's it's you know camera the computer, so just you know be patient if it's not very uh, bright. But basically, um, you find a good one. I mean, that's just, I don't know if you can see that really, but that's on one of the floors there. I mean, it's just, that's just like every <clears throat> floor, basically. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's pretty creepy. That screams sanitary. <laughs> so, yeah, so at I mean, the very least, we'll have that to look forward to. Definitely. You know, I mean, this was afterwards, but, I mean, that's a panorama of the backside, so. Okay. You know, if you can this time around, try to send me some of those. Some if you get any good pictures. Um, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to see it because, uh, like you said, it the camera holding up to the camera doesn't really do it justice. So this this right. weekend when you go, you know maybe send me some pictures and, we can and then share when, with our listener. Yeah, and then that way when Hi, Mom. when we <laughs> when we get you on the air. Oh, next Sunday, I can actually have those pictures, and I can screenshot those and pull them up, so we can you can kind of show us what you're talking about as you talk about it. Well, yeah, I will say the uh, the bit one of the big experiences I had last time. I'm probably going to tell you that it's 100% not going to happen. Um, and just to give a little information about it, um, you can go into the morgue, and you can actually lay in the bottom body tray. This oh, God. Yeah, so, um, and previously in this week, um, like I, three days before I went, um, I had an old childhood friend uh, pass away in a car wreck. Um, so, you know, dealing, I, had, I had all that energy dealing with that. And, you know, I as soon as I laid down in the morgue, dude, all I felt, just death, sad, just 
all that energy, you know, that was in the morgue, just, you know, I, I got all that energy in there. And I could not stay in the morgue for maybe then a minute, and every time I walked by, all that feeling would come back. Right. So that's, that's, that's their way of, you know, communi- that was a way of, for spirits and stuff communicate through me. Um, it was not a very good feeling, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, you know, I legitimately started to get really upset and cry, basically, because all the... It was just death. I mean, that whole place is just death. Right. Um, if I'm not mistaken, a couple... Over a thousand, I think, died, you know, um, whether it was through, obviously, the TV or, you know, other reasons. Um, right. Malpractice. Yeah, because they did some... They did some really interesting... And by interesting, I don't mean it's good. It's just I just would like to know what goes through your head to like, oh, this will work. Where they would take out up to eight ribs and deflate the lungs because they thought that would give you know the lungs time to heal. But basically, you're giving somebody where they have to lean over the rest of their life. You know, however long that is. Right. Jesus. Yeah. You yeah, know they. Uh, they even did lobotomies there too. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, those practices back then—that's uh, lots of uh, human rights violations. Some scary stuff. So yeah, I imagine this, any souls that would be left back there would maybe not be in the best mood. No. So I could, I could definitely see how you would have gotten that feeling. And that—that that is just. That's intense, and see, that's the stuff that, and that's why I was asking you guys about, you know, outside of the technic, the technical side, right? You know, because though that's the kind of stuff that maybe you don't pick up with a reader, you know, there's right. maybe, maybe no scientific way to actually pick that up, and, but you know, you know, it's there, you 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 can feel it, yeah. Um, and yeah, and, I mean, you, the only way you're ever gonna know that feeling is if. You know, if it happens to you, it's it's the same thing with, you know, your hair standing up. I mean, I could show you, but unless you're going to actually happen to it yourself, I mean, what do you take it as? Right. Exactly. And, oh, you got me excited. I'm going to start doing some research. I'm going to, we're going to, the three of us need to go on a trip. and just make a whole Make a whole thing out of it sometime soon. Make it a threesome. Just, yep, make it a threesome. Go find some old, dirty hotel room to podcast from when we're done. <laughs> Just, yeah. A real, one, one of my one of my more deeper fantasies there. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Get an hourly motel? Yeah. Hourly. and Half an hour is fine. <laughs> they have half hour rates. That'll work for me. Well, what are you going to do with the other 29 minutes and 46 seconds? That's a I, don't, I don't think he, he, you know, I don't think he's 14-second material there, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only about 12. Um, so, well, Nathan, I am, uh, I, we're, it's getting to be that point in time where we're going to have to close up shop here because I have to get up and go to work at about 6.30 in the morning, but. 
It was, uh, we were glad to have you. I really hope that, now are you coming back on Saturday next week? Are you going to be able to to meet up with us to, to do sort of a follow-up next Sunday? Yeah, I can, um, you know, make more so in the evening because I will be at that point have had no sleep for over, because it's basically, you know, I get there at like 11, starts like 11.50-ish in that range and goes all the way till 8 a.m., so. Right. You got to give me some sleep and, you know, go from there. Okay, well, I will make sure that we do that. Um, we, we usually podcast late on Sunday evenings anyway. Um, we'll make sure we reach out to you. We, we'll get you on here, and we'll we'll just find out what else happens to you at Waverly, and maybe you'll get yourself some of this Bobby Brown action. Yeah. And you can tell us about that. You know, Ectoplasmic yeah. orgasmic. Yeah, the ectogasms, and get yourself some stone-cold foreplay. Right. And then we'll, yeah, yeah, no, unlike Bobby Brown, I got some standards here. So, ooh, ooh, the low blow, man's not even. It's his defend, prerogative. So it's yeah, see, <laughs> it's his prerogative, Nathan's. Yeah, and you know, man, we might, we might drag you down to our level next week and make you talk about a conspiracy or two. You know, maybe liven things up, get get <laughs> your opinion on something. Well, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll we'll bring a topic to you and see if you're game for it. How about that? I'm, I'll probably be game for just about anything. Oh, I'm going to hold you to that one. <laughs> All right, man, well. Don't write any checks Kevin's booty can't cash. <laughs> well, Fair to enough. all of you uh, who may end up listening to this podcast, I'd like to say thank you. And Nathan, again, thanks for joining us. Happy Halloween, folks. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween in like, you know, four months. <laughs> It's always Halloween. When you love candy. Nighty night, folks.